Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? A JLD here, and welcome to episode 1683 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneur seven days a week. Create your dream life one step at a time, Fire Nation. How? My book, How to Finally Win, will be your guide. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn more. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Stefan Spencer. Stefan, are you prepared to ignite? Anytime, anywhere. Yes. (laughs) Stefan is an internationally recognized SEO expert and best-selling author. His books are The Art of SEO, Google Power Search, and Social E-Commerce. He founded multinational SEO agency Net Concepts in 95, selling it in 2010. Clients included Zappos, Sony, and Chanel. He hosts the podcasts Optimize Geek and Marketing Speak. Stefan, take a minute. Fill in the gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. I'm big into self-development. I attended a Tony Robbins event in 2009, which changed my life. So if you saw my before photo, you would not recognize me. And in fact, that was the inspiration for me to start my podcast, The Optimized Geek, because I optimized myself. So if you go to optimizedgeek.com slash about, you'll see the before and after. And uh, I was literally unrecognizable after I showed up at conferences. People wouldn't know who I was. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> so it was. It all started with doing the firewalk at Unleash the Power Within, which is a Tony Robbins event. And I thought, wow, if I can do this, I can do anything. And uh, walking on 2000 degree hot coals, didn't, like, it, it just was the, um, uh, the catalyst that I needed to push myself into new areas to um, make all these changes externally and internally and uh, I haven't stopped there so I I do so many self-development seminars and masterminds and so forth and I want to give back in that way too to others so that's where the podcast comes in I'm working on a self-help book complete departure from the SEO world and online marketing but I want to make a difference in people's lives not just their Google rankings Wow. Well, I love all of that. And I actually am at that about page that you talked about. And it looks like, number one, you now have more hair, which is pretty impressive. Um, Your teeth look a lot better and you just look overall happier. So it was quite a transformation. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I did get a hair transplant and uh, braces and LASIK. So I don't have to wear glasses anymore. Wow. uh, but the internal changes of how I felt in the on the inside were greater than the external changes. So I feel 20 years younger. I don't just look 20 years younger. I feel 20 Amazing. years younger. I love it. So let's talk about what you consider today your area of expertise. I mean, obviously, you have a few different areas, but what's one that you want to break down for us now? And within that, giving us a tip, tool, or tactic that you don't think that we probably know that as entrepreneurs we should. My area of specialty is search engine optimization, SEO, how Google works and leveraging Google as a a lead source because what's the fastest uh, path from A to B? It's usually Google and a Google search. So if you can understand the fundamentals of SEO, you can make a lot of, you can make bank, right? So you can get free leads, free um Uh, leads coming into your site that go into your funnel or that purchase uh, if you're selling like um, e-commerce 
it's it's just an incredible opportunity and it's an asset. Whereas if you're doing paid media, you're, you're advertising with Google AdWords or Facebook ads or wherever else, the moment you stop spending money is the moment you stop receiving traffic. And that hurts. Whereas with SEO, you build an asset that continues to uh, reap rewards for you to pay dividends for, uh, for months and years to come. And that's amazing. So you create something that has a lot of authority in the eyes of Google in terms of like a, a website that's trusted, authoritative, important. And it's, it's not going to go away. It's going to continue to that, that traffic source is going to continue to um, be on and working for you 24 uh, seven for a long time. Yeah, and a perfect example of that is I decided to write an authority piece on podcast sponsorships, and I did that. I spent a ton of time on it and wrote a very long article and fully optimized it using different plugins and then just different tips, tools, and tactics that I've got from people like Stefan and other SEO experts. And now when you type the word in Google, podcast sponsorships, that's the number one result. So that's getting hundreds of hits every single day. And that article leads people to free podcast course where they're signing up for my course now that's leading them to Podcasters Paradise, which is a premium uh, podcasting community. So that free article that I wrote is leading to real revenue generation, real lead generation every single day without me putting a dollar or cent in it and doing, frankly, nothing except every couple months, I just make sure it's fully updated with the latest tips, tools, and tactics in that area. So Great things to think about Fire Nation when you're looking to build a sustainable business. But Stefan, it wasn't always just like, you know what, I'm going to launch a business. I'm going to become an SEO expert. I'm going to crush it. Like you had your struggles as well. So take us to what you consider your biggest struggle, that being your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Tell us that story. Okay. So when I was starting out, I didn't have any funding and I didn't really know what I was doing. I was uh, a, a real newbie. I was studying for a PhD in biochemistry and I had no business classes, no marketing classes. Um, I, I, I was just winging it. So I dropped out of my PhD. I stuck around long enough to get a master's, but um, yeah, I was just kind of flying blind here. So I talked my way into a conference. This was in 1995. Um, it was How to Market on the Internet. That was the name of the conference. It was run by IQPC. And uh, I talked my way in because it was a 2000 and some dollar conference. I didn't have the money for it. I, I came in as a volunteer. I was a, They gave me the job of being the mic runner. So I was walking around with the mic, you know, for Q&A portions of these different panel sessions and so forth. And what I, I, I was really a cheeky 24-year-old. I didn't really understand the propriety, how to, yeah, the propriety of it, of like chiming in, which is what I started doing because I realized that I could answer the questions better than the panel. And uh, some of the panelists included like GM O'Donnell, founder of Moda Media and so forth. So I started chiming in because I had the mic and I got some business cards from a, a lot of attendees who are like, wow, you know more than the people on stage. That's amazing. We got to talk. And I ended up getting two really big clients from that. My first two big, big clients, which added up to about a half million dollars in revenue a piece over a uh, course of time. So instead of getting venture funding or angel investment, I, w I funded my, my company by 
being really cheeky, but there was a downside to that. I was, it was really embarrassing for me, really was a big ego hit when the conference organizer came up to me at the end of the day and said, um, you don't bother coming back for day two. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you're not invited to day two. So that was a big ego hit, but I'm, I'm so glad I did it, even though, um, yeah, that, that was uncomfortable for me. It, she didn't do it publicly in front of a bunch of people, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of overstepped my bounds, but yet by being aggressive and cheeky and out there, I was able to get two huge accounts. And so, yeah, it was kind of a, a, a mix of good and bad. So, I mean, it was, it was certainly one of my most embarrassing entrepreneurial moments but it kind of launched my business. Stefan, what is the biggest takeaway from that? Like, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your embarrassing slash worst moment? Yeah, so take chances and uh, don't be a wallflower. S- uh, really stand in your power and uh, add lots of value. And even if it is going to make you uncomfortable and you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone, just do it. And And moral of the story here also is, karma will come back to you. If you're giving out good karma and I I was adding value. So six months later, irony of all ironies, the same conference organization, IQPC conference that contacted me to, uh, to chair a conference like six months later. Wow. How to market educational programs on the internet, which I chaired. I did a general session and I did a post-conference workshop. And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> Clearly those conference producers didn't speak to each other because this other one hated me. And then one invited me to be the, the lead at this conference. Now, would you consider yourself an introvert? Yes, for sure. Okay, so I didn't want to put those words in your mouth. But, you know, I, I did get to hang out with Steph and Fire Nation a few weeks back in San Diego at this uh, post-social media marketing world event called Social Smash. And, you know, frankly, you, you are an introvert, but the thing is you stepped out of your comfort zone to do the walk of fire with, with Tony Robbins and company. And you stepped out of your comfort zone during that conference. You know, you were at this networking event and you were bopping around having conversations with people, you know, even yep. again, though you're introverted. And so Fire Nation, guess what? When you're at a conference and someone in the speaker makes the comment, hey, who in the room is an introvert? I'm telling you right now, nine people out of 10 raise their hands. And part of it, by the way, is because everybody thinks it's pretty trendy to be an introvert, so they love to do that. You know, just because you have to, quote unquote, go back to your room to recharge, you know, doesn't make you an introvert, by the way. I have to do that, and I'm the biggest extrovert in the world. Um, but there are a lot of real introverts out there, but guess what? The successful ones step out of their comfort zone and make things happen. So let's talk about an aha moment, Stefan. What's one of the greatest ideas ideas you've had to date. Take us to that idea, that aha moment. Tell us that story. Okay. So I had this realization that I could do this internet thing from anywhere. And I wanted to live somewhere exotic, somewhere amazing. I know you live in Puerto Rico. Did you consider Puerto Rico? (laughs) I did not. I just had this intuition that New Zealand would be the place to be. By the way, New Zealand is a trendy spot for survivalists, too. I just read a great article in The New Yorker about how people who think the world is coming to an end are moving to New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well, I have permanent residency there now, so I could go back anytime. So 
but at the time, I had never been to New Zealand. I didn't know much about it. I just had this intuition. And everyone was telling me, you need to move from Madison, Wisconsin, which is where I was based yeah. at the time, to the Bay Area. That's where everything is happening. That's where you're going to be able to get funding. That's where you're going to be able to massively grow your business. There were other companies that were moving from Madison to the Bay Area, and they were growing like crazy, like Adjacency, which ended up getting bought by Sapient. And they're like, you need to ride that train as well. And I did the exact opposite. I went halfway around the world right. to New Zealand. And without ever visiting, I applied for residency, uh, permanent residency, and got in without ever uh, having made a trip there. Now, I just had this intuitive um, knowing that it would be an amazing place. And it was, I, I lived there with, um, my wife at the time and my, my kids for almost eight years. It was incredible. Uh, it just changed everything for, for all of us. Now to bring and, me here for a second, like what were some things you did love about New Zealand? That's cause I'm actually going there in this October for the first time. And I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. So it's like a microcontinent. You can go from glaciers to rainforests and an hour's drive. It's incredible. So uh, whereas in Australia, you have to drive for a very long time yeah. to get different scenery. In many cases, you can go with an hour or two in the car and you're somewhere completely different. And it's just so exotic. And, and yet it's not super hot. You can go to really temperate climates and you can go into the mountains and have snow and stuff. It's just, uh, it's a very special part of the world. Wonderful. What's the biggest takeaway from that aha moment that you want to share with our listeners? I mean, you went halfway across the world, you know, basically completely opposite time zone from when everybody else is awake, et cetera. What's the biggest takeaway that you want to make sure we get? I figured, you know, worst case scenario is the business fails. I was going to continue running a U.S.-based business in New Zealand, and it actually grew like crazy. I was able to hire incredibly talented uh, folks in New Zealand to work on my U.S.-based business, and I made trips back and forth, <clears throat> which was, uh, it, it all worked out in the end, but when I would tell people my story, they'd say, oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> and it's like, well, you can. I mean, that's the thing, is you can. You decide to put yourself in this box to to uh, subscribe to the limiting beliefs that you have. So if you decide to to shed those, a whole world of possibilities opens up to you. And so that's the lesson. And again, Fire Nation, I'm not going to put words in Stefan's mouth, but the reality is if he had gone to New Zealand and things just sucked or they didn't work out or he hated it, guess what? He could have moved back to Madison, Wisconsin. He could have moved to the Bay Area then. Like it's not this death sentence that you're giving yourself. You know, we don't live in the 16 or 1700s when, you know, we're doing the Oregon Trail, you know, out from the East Coast to the West Coast where coming back is pretty dangerous and pretty tough. No, we're, yeah. we're jumping on like a 17 hour flight and, you know, in under 24 hours, we're like, I'm back. So <laughs> what are you worried about? Now, Stefan, what are you most fired up about today? Featured snippets, I think, is a huge, huge opportunity for um, in the SEO world for for uh, business owners. If you think about like what is Google trying to do, they're trying to answer people's questions, their queries. So if you use tools like SEM Rush to look at your competitors, what keyword lists um, they have, and what they're ranking for, and then you filter that down to just the keywords they're um, ranking in what's called position zero, that's the featured snippet, where it preempts the first organic or unpaid search result with an answer to the question. 
right? So how to boil an egg, you Google that and you'll get the answer like one, two, three, four, four steps or five or whatever. And somebody provided those steps and they're probably somewhere in the first let's say four or five positions in uh, the organic results, they don't have to be number one. Right. They could be number three and take that featured snippet and they get massive increase in click-through traffic. So there's some ways that you can, first of all, spy on your competitors, see where they're getting featured snippets and you're not. You can look for weaknesses in their featured snippets. Like for example, if it's not a great answer to the question or it's not in the most ideal format, like for example, it's a paragraph snippet, and you have a numbered uh, answer, like how to boil an egg would be perfectly answered with a, a numbered list versus a paragraph wouldn't be nearly as effective. So if it's a paragraph snippet and a numbered list, an ordered list, or, or a table would be better, create that in your website, uh, the page that is ranking but isn't at the position zero. And see if you can overtake your competitor. If you get higher click-through rate in the uh, search results, that increases the likelihood of taking that featured snippet as well as if it's in the proper format or the most ideal format, let's say a table or a numbered list or an ordered list instead of a paragraph. And also you can use tools some of them free, like answerthepublic.com to uh, see what keywords people are typing in to Google to uh, answer questions like how to boil an egg, the how, how to type, um, yeah, the, the how-to queries, the um, more question-based queries will tend to yield featured snippets and answer the public will give you a lot of those question-based queries. So you put in your keyword and it will uh, come up with all sorts of question-based search queries based on that keyword. It's really amazing, and it's free. There are plenty of other tools out there, too. Many of them are paid, uh, but this one's a great free one that most people don't know about. Wow. Well, I love it. And just to kind of like test while you were talking, I went to Google and typed in podcast sponsorship. And like I said, I, I am the first result. But then a couple of results below that, they had this like box with these drop-down arrows that says, people also ask... Like, and the first one was, how much do sponsors pay for podcasts? So I clicked that down arrow, and it answers the question from my response, which is from eofire.com slash podcast sponsorships. You know, it gives that. But then below that is, you know, how much money do podcasters make? And that's answers from Quora. So knowing that, like, I can maybe now go and answer that question directly on my post, which is the number one result, and maybe I take over from that Quora answer so I can start to kind of dominate those questions going down since I already have the authority post. Exactly. Exactly. And then you can start expanding on this and creating a whole uh, slew of, of answers to these different questions once you've created wow. uh, a, a keyword strategy with lots of different uh, question-based search queries and create a whole resources area to your site or add to it for the specific purpose of getting more featured snippets. Genius. Oh, love it. So, Fire Nation, you think that we're dropping value bombs now? Just you wait for the lightning round. As soon as we thank our sponsors, we will be hitting that hard. My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. Why struggle trying to figure out Facebook ads on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? Claim your spot today at I need this training.com. That's I need this training.com. Stefan, we're back. Are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? 
Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was fear. F everything and run is the acronym for fear. And <laughs> at the time, I wanted to, rather than leap and the net will appear, which I believe now, at the time I created my, for myself a halftime job while I was um, in transitioning. And I realized after the fact that I didn't need that. I didn't need that safety net that was an unnecessary hindrance, actually. So um, like I shared the story of, of uh, being the mic runner and getting these amazing opportunities that uh, catapulted my business forward. I could have done more of that sort of stuff of creating amazing opportunities if I didn't have a halftime job for the first few months that was uh, su sucking the, the joy out of my life. What is the best advice you've ever received? I learned the scientific method. And so I guess that would be advice in a way that, um, you know, through all my schooling, uh, all the experiments that I ran in these different labs and everything, that you can apply the scientific method to marketing. And it's, you know, so it's great to know that my master's degree in biochemistry was good for something. <laughs> but if you apply the, the, the idea of experiments and coming up with hypotheses first and then testing those hypotheses and making sure it's reproducible, you apply that to all your marketing. I mean, that's what direct mail is all about. And, and that's what uh, SEO and uh, conversion optimization and Facebook advertising, Google AdWords, that's what all of it should be about. It's testing and seeing what works, iterating. Don't be afraid to make changes. You think, oh, well, this is a great uh, site and it's ranking high and I don't want to touch it now. I don't want to mess everything up. Well, now you've, you're paralyzed in fear <laughs> that you're not going to be able to innovate any further. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? It's investing in my personal growth. Um, the masterminds, the, the seminars. I'm a bit of a seminar junkie. <laughs> I'm big into self-development. And, and your mindset is your biggest asset more than anything else. And if you invest in that, the world's your oyster. Can you share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation? Yeah, well, I've got a ton of them. I mentioned a, a couple already when we were talking about uh, featured snippets, answerthepublic.com and semrush.com. But there's also uh, tools like pitchbox.com uh, for building a prospect list of influencers to outreach to for, uh, for link building and for... Um, uh, social media marketing. There's also Follower Wonk, which will, uh, followerwonk.com, you can search through uh, Twitter bios. Let's say you're looking for a journalist in a particular industry, let's say online retail journalist. You could put that in as a search query into Follower Wonk and find everybody who has those keywords in their Twitter bio, and a lot of them will be journalists. And so you can reach out to them, build relationships with them, and maybe get them to cover your stuff if you're doing an, an, anything innovative. Um, another one is Clout, uh, K-L-O-U-T, which will give you a sense for who's uh, authoritative and who's not. There's um, Namecheck, namechk.com which you put in your username, your brand name, your company name, and see all the different social media platforms where you have not locked up your username. And then you go register uh, under that username so that nobody else can go in and, and cyber squat 
you and then extort money out of you. Like, well, I've got your brand name on <laughs> this, you know, second tier social platform, not Facebook and Twitter, the obvious ones, but whatever it is. And you're like, oh, shoot, I wish I would have thought of that. So go and use uh, follow, uh, use name check, name chk.com. Namecheck.com, Fire Nation, cover your bases. One book, if it could join Art of SEO, Google Power Search, and Social E-Commerce, what would it be, Stefan? Okay, this is a self-help book, actually, but give it a go because it will, I promise you, change your life. Like it, it, uh, It's amazing. It's called The Tools by Phil Stutz and Barry Michaels. And reading that book, there are five tools in that book. Tool number two allowed me to let someone back in my life, uh, a, a, a close relative that I'd cut out of my life for 20 years. I had good reason, blah, blah, blah. But yet the forgiveness and the amazing just beauty and love that opened up uh, between us after I let her back into my life was amazing. And it all was because of tool number two and the tools. So it can be used for business, can be used for personal life, for relationships. It's an incredible book. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with SS and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And SS, I want to end it today on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance. Give us the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. You learn from the people you hang out with the most. Your peer group is incredibly important. So one of the things I did, I invested in something called Platinum Partnership with Tony Robbins. Um, I'm not saying that Tony is your answer, but find some high-level peer group that will make a huge difference for you that you can aspire to be more like those people. You can still love the people that are in your life, your uh, family and friends from way back, but if you don't aspire to become more like them, that is uh, the wrong peer group for you. So you need to uh, surround yourself with incredible people. And uh, that's what I did for three years with the Platinum Partnership and now with other masterminds that I'm in. Uh, so find that group. Uh, you, it could be it doesn't have to be a mastermind. It could be group coaching. Like I'm just launching a group, group coaching program uh, myself here in the next uh, few weeks. But. Yeah, find that peer group. And uh, also, don't get snookered by the charlatans when you're on this journey, because there are a lot of them out there, whether it's in the world of online marketing or self-development or whatever. Um, so let's say in the area of online marketing and SEO in particular, um, there's a great tool I want to give to your listeners to Fire Nation, which is an SEO BS detector. It's a free download where it has trick questions that you would slip into uh, just innocuously into the interview process when you're looking to bring on board an SEO consultant or contractor, employee or e agency. It doesn't matter. You'd have these questions in your hip pocket that you could ask and you know the right answer to. There's only one right answer and they're trick questions. So if they don't know the right answer, they're going to expose themselves as uh, charlatans or snake oil salespeople. And uh, that's going to save you so much pain. If you hire the wrong SEO, it's worse than not doing anything to your SEO because they'll get you penalized. They'll they'll create a rap sheet for you mm. in, in the eyes of Google. And how do you recover from that once you sully your reputation? And it's all behind the scenes, behind the curtain in, in, in Google. They're not going to ever let you know uh, that you have. Scary. scary, scary stuff. And Fire Nation, I just want to say, make sure you find out more about Stefan and where can we do that? 
Yes. So um, stephanspencer.com. And for the BS detector, go to marketingspeak.com slash fire. So stephanspencer.com for all sorts of other resources, webinar replays and videos and other white papers and so forth. But the SEO BS detector, go to marketingspeak.com slash fire, and I'll include a couple other really incredible uh, free downloads. Uh, I'll, I'll make a nice little package of stuff for you guys. Fire Nation, you need that BS detector. Get over to marketingspeak.com slash fire for that and the other goodies that Stefan's going to be putting there for you. And Stefan, I want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Stefan today. And you know this, goals equal success. So with thefreedomjournal.com, you will be accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. My friend Billy Jean is hosting a free training where he's going to build an entire Facebook advertising campaign from scratch. The ad copy, the landing pages, and everything in between. Why struggle trying to figure out Facebook ads on your own when you can just copy Billy Jean? Claim your spot today at INeedThisTraining.com. That's INeedThisTraining.com.